extra long scream today because we're so why because we're so busy um this is, i know this is episode 64 of the have a little hobble travel podcast i am your co-host kevin allen with me as always Catherine toss fox hello we are with hawaii magazine thank you so much for joining us again yet again you're still here um if you haven't already please subscribe to us and rate us and let us know how you feel about our podcast only positive things please just kidding um the reason i'm opening with this is because we actually are going to answer questions from listeners we are indeed. and other folks on our social media um yeah. because you know because i think it's good to connect with uh with all of you sometimes yeah definitely <laughs> yeah we sent out a, a call for questions i think on our instagram at hoi magazine um and we got a lot yeah. of questions um so we're pretty excited about that by the way, have you been surfing? You know there's another swell coming. I know. I'm not going to surf today to rest my body because... Oh, it's it came down though. It's yeah, not... It yesterday down. was pretty small. Yeah, yesterday was still fun-sized when I caught it, but the day before, <gasps> um, all time, I got to say. My goodness gracious. We scratched our head at the same time. It looked very oh, strange. Did we really? Well, that was on yes, scene. We, we planned that out ahead of time. Um, uh, yeah, there's some good surf coming up too also soon yeah no one asked that but we had to let them know is summer's rolling yeah. back around um yeah and actually i'll be you everyone won't even know it but i'll be on a surf trip coming up relatively soon um yeah to mexico uh so mm -hmm. i'll be out for for a little over oh no just about a week um so fingers crossed uh, we can stay safe and and everything goes man it's been crazy with covid like it, everywhere it oh yeah um especially uh in hawaii uh people we were recording this uh you know take away the magic a little bit but we're recording this on august 13th and we had just over a thousand covid cases today yeah it's our record i mean islands it's almost double what our record was which was right. 600 right. and that was a record almost double of what the other record was like we were just we are breaking Urging. all the worst kinds of records right now. Um, but it is crazy. It is crazy. And it's also crazy how many questions we got um, from you yeah, guys. Yeah, that's true. Um, thank you so much for, for, for giving us some questions that we can answer. And, and we have a, a big list right here. Um, it's about four pages long. Um, so we're just going to, I think we're just going to uh, dive right Jump in. right in. Jump right into it. I'll be calling out people's, uh, well, no, you know what? Ah. Cat, real editorial question right here. Do you think I should call out the usernames on air, or do you think I yeah. should? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All what right. Do you think? Yeah, probably. I don't think it's a bad okay. thing. Okay. All right. You guys are all gonna get shouted out here then. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for asking us questions. Um, this one uh, is kind of an easy one, I think, for you, Cat, especially. But um, we both know what's the best national parks here in Hawaii. Um, that's from McFly two five one zero. Uh, yeah, so all these all these are on Instagram, by the way, um, right. just FYI. This was a call out on Instagram stories. Um, yeah, so what's the best national park? I mean, we have five, believe it or not. It sounds crazy, but we do. Um, and my, so this is just a personal recommendation. I, I know you just came back from Haleakala National Park. I did. Also a great national park. Um, I'm a big fan of Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. It celebrated its 105th anniversary you this are. year. You're something yes, of a geologist yourself too. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I think the park has something for everyone. I mean, I, I'm like, a, I, you know, I like to hike. Um, 
I'm, so, you know, the, this park has 150 miles of hiking trails and it's really of all ranges. I mean, you can do a really simple like birding. Oh, I'm also a birder. Uh, a really simple one mile loop trail um, and see right. like a bunch of native birds. Uh, or you can walk across the crater for, uh, floor at Kilauea which is super amazing. I just think it's, I think if you've never seen a volcano before or never been, I mean, who has in like the, U, I mean, it's not something you would just have in the, yeah, around in your backyard. Yeah. Um, to see it, I think is just so mind blowing. And the fact that Kilauea is still one of the most active volcanoes in the world. And it's not erupting right now, but it, it was up until like a, several months ago. Right. Um, when are you ever going to get that opportunity? So the National Park is about 330 acres. It's huge. It goes from sea level to the top of Mauna Loa, which is the world's tallest volcano um, at 13,000 feet and change. And so there's just a vast like variety of terrain and climates and just things to do. And I didn't know this until very recently. Um, they're in the process of getting their dark sky certification, which some national parks like Bryson Canyon National Park has this, but what it means is that it becomes like dark sky certified. And I guess there are visitors who like travel around looking for dark sky certified places. So it means very minimal light pollution. If there is lighting on um, in and around that particular park, it's a certain kind of lighting um, that doesn't Lots distract from seeing the night sky. Yeah. And so Haleakala is great for, as you did, the stargazing and you're up at, at you know, above the clouds. But, you know, that's a far drive. You have to make reservations. It's kind of a thing. $30 but at Volcano National as well. Oh, and you have to pay, and it's it can be a little crowded. Yeah. Um, but at Volcanoes National Park, which is open twenty four hours, you can just like roll up. Yeah. You're, at, you're at sea level, and as long as like the skies are clear, right. you can see the Milky Way. So I mean, it's got like something for everyone. I feel like uh, yeah, if you're kind of an outdoorsy person, so yeah, highly recommend McFly twenty five ten Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Uh, yeah, and just kind of piggybacking off of a question we are probably going to answer later. I really like uh, Haena State Park. Um, mm. That's definitely one of my favorite parks. Um, it's I not work. a national park. Shit, is it really not? It's a state park. You just said uh, Haena State Park. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. People, well, why don't you just talk about it? That was, what <laughs> oh, question no. was that? What? What is the difference? I mean, like, you you know a lot about national parks, and what's the difference one between is like a park and a state federally park? Federally managed and run. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, the Park Service, National oh, Park see. Service manages it. Um, and a state park is state run. So very okay. different. They have different guidelines and different, I don't know. It's just different. It's different. Wait. Chachama. No, I'm saying this wrong. Cha. C-H-M-A. Chachma. Chachma. Is that Chachma. a thing? Maybe. Uh, right. Chachma wants to know, how can I get a parking pass to hike at? Hanakapiai Falls on Kauai. So that's where going this to you is, with the Haena State Park. Yeah, this is my segue into Haena State Park. The real reason I was doing this, not to be confused <laughs> about what a national park is. Um, okay. Yeah, so you can make a, so getting into Haena State Park, um, they've made it so you need like a reservation to get in ahead of time, essentially, especially right. if you're driving. Um, but even walk-ins, you need a reservation ahead of time. Um, so you have to go online um, and you can go to gohaena.com. Um, it's best to reserve as soon as you can, um, you know, ahead of time, because it's very difficult to get in the park and they do limit how many people, um, can go to Hennessy State Park just to avoid 
like overcrowding the park and over tourism and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's per vehicle. So you, you just select your date. Their website's really great. You can check the availability. You select your date. You can select how many um, how many people are in your car. If you're Kamaaina, you get a reduced, I think you actually, is it might be a reduced um, fee or you might even get it for free. Um, it I think is, it's free. I think I think it is free. Um, but yeah, if you if you are not Kamaaina, if you are a visitor, you will have to pay. It's, it's a pretty nominal fee. Um, and then, yeah, and then you can park your car, get into Hanai State Park, and then you can go to Hanakapiai Falls, which is along the Kalalau Trail. Uh, okay. It is a long hike to the falls. <laughs> like, be fully prepared. That is like half a day. That's that's maybe three-ish, three, four hours one way, and then three, four hours back. Um, funny story, one of my first, one of my first um, trips with Hawaii Magazine, I was still an intern. Uh, and we had a, we did the whole hike to Hanakapi Eye Falls for a video. Um, and I came back from that hike so sunburned and just completely roasted. Because <laughs> uh, I was, I was really not expecting um, just, just how bad it was going to be. Or not bad. I mean, it's obvi obviously, it's a beautiful hike and the falls are amazing, but it's a tough hike. And there's a lot of inclines and declines. There's a lot of stairs you're going to have to deal with. Don't feel bad if you turn back at the beach. A lot of people do. Sorry, Ami's making an appearance. Ami. Hi, um, wouldn't you say it's like, it's like at least half a day. I mean, oh, easily. it's not something you can do, like you can do before breakfast. I mean, it's like, you no. got to plan. You got to commit and bring a lot of water because there's not a whole lot of, um, you know, there's no, not a whole lot of shade, especially once you start cutting into the, into the ridges and going to the falls, you get a little bit more shade because you're under tree coverage a lot. But when you're hiking along the coastline, all right, I mean, I got lunch now. When you're hiking along the coastline, there's really not a lot of tree uh, shade or tree coverage, so it, right. it's pre it's pretty easy to to get dehydrated. Amis, also, if you are if you are going to NSA Park, I mean, this is because I just came out from Kauai not that long ago. There is still road work on Kuhio Highway getting into Hanalei, so you oh, gotta sorry. check. Yeah, you have to check um, the Kauai Department of Transportation website regularly. So you know when the road is open and closed because there is only one way into Hanalei. So if you, if you like have your reservation but you don't get there in time, anyway, just check the road closures. Make sure you get there. If you have to get to Hanalei early, that's great. There's plenty of places to like eat. You can yeah. cruise. You can like There's go to the beach. You know what I mean? There's lots to do. So yeah, yeah. Don't don't feel like you know you just like anyway. Plan ahead. Make your reservation. And this reservation system, by the way, I was just talking with folks in the travel industry here, that's going to become more of the norm. Um, so Hanama Bay, which we're going to segue to, look at this, it's just like segue, oh, everything, oh, oh. Yeah, what's happening? Um, they require a reservation now. And that was in a, you know, that just started because of COVID when they reopened, but they're looking at this style of like making reservations, like like Diamond Head, I think that's another place. Diamond Head Monument yeah, uh, State Park. Absolutely. There, yeah. So, I mean, it's something that I think you're going to see more of as you frequent Hawaii in the future, yeah. which Honestly, I think is a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing either, the reservation system. Yeah. I mean, it does require a little bit more pre-planning, and it might be kind of like a bummer if you show up without a reservation. But if you think about it, you're going to get like less crowded hikes. You're going to get, you know, more open more open areas, less people around, you know, you won't have to fight for parking. You're going to have a reserve. Right. You're going to be, have a reservation. So I think it's, um, right. it's a really good change. Um, but please Kat, make your, 
make your segue. Make my segue. VFLOZ, um, I don't even want to try and pronounce this, um, had asked if what the best beaches are for kids and snorkeling on Oahu. I still think as far as snorkeling, because it's a protected marine sanctuary, like conservation area, Hanama Bay is still, at least on Oahu, I guarantee you're going to see a lot of fish and especially because it was closed for so long because of COVID, um, you know, researchers had gone into the park during the closure and did notice, right, that the, you know, the reefs were looking better, there was more and more abundance of fish. So I think, you know, if you're going to see the, the, the best that Hanama Bay has to offer, it's now. Um, they've also capped the limit to how many people can come into Hanama Bay and they also close the bay two times a week it's like Tuesday and Wednesday instead of one day a week to let the bay rest so there's there is a effort for conservation preservation of the bay and I think um I, I just can't I can't think of a better place to go where it's like a guarantee you're going to see a lot of different marine life yeah. that being said there are other places to go and snorkel on Oahu um you know, it's interesting because I took my son, he's four, to Kaimana Beach. And it just, I just was like randomly one morning, we saw a lot of fish. Like I was surprised. Like, yeah, I mean, you'll see like when Halalu or other kinds of fish are like Awama, they come into Waikiki, but it was just like the water there is so crystal clear. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And it was, it was really, I don't know. It was, I mean, there's like a little bit of a reef kind of close to Kaimana Beach that you can kind of snorkel out to. It's nothing like what you're going to see at Hanama Bay, but sure. I was pretty surprised. Um, and then as far as like beaches for kids in general, um, Ala Moana Beach Park, it depends on how old these kids are, but Ala Moana Beach Park is great. There's Magic Island, which is like a secluded lagoon. Very if you're safe. out on the west, super safe. Yeah. If you're out on the west side, there's the Koolina uh, Lagoon. There's four of them that have access to the public. Um, and they're also, you know, no waves. It's very mellow. Um, the thing about Koolina, though, there's no lifeguards. Um, so I know for a lot of parents, that's kind of a, a big deal. There are restrooms, but there's no lifeguards. Um, Kualoa Beach Park is actually pretty nice if you're heading out toward the North Shore. Um, that has lifeguards. So, you know, I, that's what I look for. I look for places that have lifeguards, uh, restrooms, lots few, of parking. I have a few suggestions as well. Um, go for it. As a bit of a child. Since you're, since you're I was just gonna say, since you're the closest to age of a child. And growing up, uh, growing up on the North expert. Shore, um, uh, uh, Sharks Cove, the tide tide pools over there um, are mm -hmm. super nice for kids. Like even even if there are waves on the North Shore, it's so protected over there. I mean, it's like uh, it's really nice, and you can actually do a little bit of snorkeling, and you see little fish every here and there. But again, it's not like it's not teeming with life. Although, if you have a bit older kids, um, you can go into the main bay of Sharks Cove, um, and that has really great snorkeling um, for finding fish and all that kind of stuff. Um, I also like uh, Three Tables. Um, it's a very mm -hmm. small, kind of very family-friendly little beach park um, that is right across the street from the Pupakea Foodland. Um, so I like it. I really like it over there. Again, it's kind of protected. There's these shelf reefs that kind of sit out in the water, and they for the most part, they, they kind of take a lot of energy from the waves uh, and that kind of stuff. Um, and I think yeah. that that's kind of my, that's kind of my ones. Um, <laughs> just kind of riding off your snorkeling question. We have another question from, from Steffi Lynn 15. Um, she asked, where is the best place to go snorkeling on Maui? Mm -hmm. um, and I really like Molokini Crater. Uh, I was just going to say, that's probably the best place. It's harder to get to, but. I think it is 
just definitive. I mean, um, I actually learned recently, oh, cat, I always forget the name of the bay. It's where they do the surf competition. Honolua? Uh, Honolua Bay is yeah. good for snorkeling, um, especially in the summertime when there are no waves. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've heard, I haven't gone personally, but I've heard that there's really great snorkeling there. But Molokini Crater is like insane. Like it is the, sorry, my cat, Ami. What? She's like oh, laying against what, the what back is of my screen and it's like jiggling it back and forth because she's using it as a backrest now. Um, but yeah, Molokini Crater, the water is like crystal clear. I mean, the fish there are like so undisturbed. Like you can, you, I, when I went there, you can get really close to the fish and they don't even swim away. They just, you know, um, there's these really awesome red pencil urchins at the bottom that really mm. light up the water. Um, and if the tour you're with, um, you will need a boat, boat tour to get out there the tour you're with, sometimes I'll go to the back of the Molokini Crater, uh, the back wall, which is really deep water. Um, and you mm -hmm. can do some really, really cool aquatic life over there. Uh, we actually saw like a giant manta ray um, when we went. And, you know, the thing was massive. Um, it was it was way too deep to really be able to get close to or anything. But, you know, we were watching from a safe distance. Uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, if you're on Maui, you know, you'll have to spend a little bit, you'll have to get a boat tour. But I think Molokini Crater is like, really an awesome place. oh yeah i think yeah i think that's like a one not you know that's like that'll be like the best experience i think on your trip like right. you'll always remember that'll that be the highlight for expedition. sure yeah for sure um we had a question another beach question from rbaiz69 our... a lot of these beach questions i gotta say <laughs> yeah well i mean hey that's what we do here um this person wanted to know what is a beach or a kid-friendly beach on Kauai. And there are a lot of, you know, like Hanalei is great. I mean, it's, um, you know, it, it, there, there's just a lot of beaches on Kauai. I'm going to say Poipu Beach oh, Park. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> for, yeah, for a variety of reasons. I mean, there is like a protected cove. It's, you know, there's lots of things to do for any age. But I think if you're talking about like toddlers or like really young kids, I think Poipu Beach Park is great. There's a lot of factors that go into like taking a kid to the beach. That's why. So they have a lot of parking, uh, which is great. They have a, a restroom. It's there's lifeguards, and these are all kind of critical things. There's food nearby. You're not in some isolated place. Um, it's you know what I mean. Like all yeah. these things are. These I mean, you're like, you're like in the middle of Poipu. Like there's so there's you're yeah. pretty much in the middle of town. Right. It's almost always going to be sunny um, because it's on that side of the island. It's like Waikiki, the south side of most of, you know, the islands in Hawaii tend to be sunny, right? Kona. And then, and then there's a great playground there. Oh, you know, that's the other thing. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, for like, I guess, cause I have a four-year-old, so he, he'll play at the beach, but then he wants to do something else. So if you have a kid like mine, who's like 80 to hear something, I don't know what he is, but you know, I mean, you can do different things. Like you don't sure. all just have to stay at the beach. You can just, you can go run over there and there's like a grassy field and a nice playground. And I don't know. I just feel like that place is great for kids. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So there you have it. That's Poipu Beach. I think on um, the south side of Kauai. If we want to age up from kids, I have a question from Rich B3443. What is the best thing? Is to this do? a brewery one? No, oh. it's the one for uh, teenagers. What's the best thing to do with teenagers oh. on vacation? And I just Don't thought bring I could, them. I'm just kidding. You know, if you have the if you have the choice, <laughs> keep just them at kidding. home. I'm just kidding. We love them. Yeah, uh, I I I just think um, surf lessons or like doing a quick little surf lesson thing. Um, mm -hmm. I remember when I was like at that age, like um, 
you know, surfing was kind of like, I wasn't good at it. You know, I was also learning how to surf kind of during that time. Um, but doing a surf lesson is really fun. And you kind of feel like as a teen, you kind of feel like not empowered, but like, you're like, ah, cool. Like I'm, this is like a cool sport thing that I'm doing. And, um, a lot of the surf instructors are really friendly and, you know, they're like, they are so good at talking to teens. If you want, if you want to know, meet someone who's like really great at talking to teens and like making them laugh and like open up, it's like these surf instructors, this is what they're trained to do. Um, so there's yeah. a lot, of, there's a lot of different, you know, uh, Maui surfer girls, um, on Maui, really fantastic. We've written about them. Um, uncle Surratt on the North shore here. I'm cat. There's a bunch in Waikiki, uh, face surf school. Um, you know, there's, there's so many to choose from, obviously do your research ahead of time, but I think, I think that's a really fun thing to do with teens. I have a, I have a real quick question that we can answer super easily. Um, it is, uh, 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 oh shoot. Did I lose it? Where is it? Oh, what is, uh, MD King SLE says, what is the best source for Hawaii must-sees before taking a trip? It's Hawaii magazine. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, yeah. especially, uh, we have our best of uh, feature every year and we have best of blogs out the wazoo we have so many of these best of blogs so if you're really looking for like what is the best thing to do in Hawaii we, we have so many categories and we've written so many blogs just about that specific thing so you can check those out yep. in the show notes for sure there um you know this question came in and I, I thought that was kind of an interesting question from uh Al Bigness A-L-B-I-G-N-E-S-S asked if uh, you can see whales on Kauai in December and the reason I thought that was interesting it just never really occurred to me we talk so much about seeing whales on Oahu and Maui especially yeah. and I think there's a lot of boat tour operators that focus on whale watching on those two islands but yeah do they go as north as Kauai and they do yeah. um, so you can actually see whales from anywhere on any beach on Kauai you take a Napali boat tour you have a good chance of seeing humpback whales, um, if you're there between like November and, and March. Um, Kilauea Lighthouse, which is on the north side of, of um, Kauai, is like a point you can see whales off of that. Um, people like the Kapa'a Lookout Overlook, which is like between Kapa'a Town and Kealia Beach. And that's a great place to also see whales. I was surprised. I, I don't know. I, I had to look it up because I didn't realize. It's not. I, I assumed yeah. yes, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, anyway, it's not really what they're, what they're known for, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, we have a question from just Joe underscore 13. Uh, I think this is kind of like a question that a lot of people ask us, um, you know, do you still have to wear a mask uh, in Oahu or in Hawaii in general? Uh, Kat, you are you are the leading expert in all these changing guidelines oh, that change. COVID. Oh, my God. Every, you, I feel like you are the one that writes like all these news stories. Um, you, you really... I know. Uh, it's, it's always changing. Um, it's always changing. It's so always changing. Even, even though right now we're kind of in the middle of like the, a, a huge surge, um, we also have like very high vaccination rates here. So it, this is all a factor in, in the restrictions and what tier we're in and all that. But right now, as of today, as of August 13th, um, masks are still, I, I guess it's a, there's a mask mandate for indoors, right? Yeah. Um, but outdoors, you don't need to. But, you know, the whole, we like to say that masks are not, um, they're the most effective when you couple that with social distancing. So even though you're wearing a mask or even though you're outside, you're not wearing a mask, I mean, you should still maintain like six feet, especially with the Delta variant, which is like super contagious. Mm -hmm. I feel like even six feet is probably not enough. Um, 
Anyway, um, but indoors, however, if you're going into a place of business, so a restaurant or retail place, it's really up to them to decide whether or not they require you to wear a mask before you come in. Um, And, you know, just anecdotally, we've heard a lot of stories about people getting upset because I guess mask rules for every state change. It changes from state to state, county to county, city to city in some cases. And so people are really confused when they get here. To me, um, if it says to wear a mask when you come inside a store, just do it. It's their store. Just be right. respectful um, and understand that, you know, um, even if you're vaccinated, you can still carry the virus. So I think we're just trying to all be very, I don't know, conscious of what, you know, how we move around in these spaces. It's a weird time. So just follow the rules. Yeah. That's it. That's that's all we can do. Um, Yeah. It's our actions that I think will (laughs) help us get us through these. Uh, 100%. Unprecedented times. Uh, I've said that word so many times. Ah, shucks, cat. We're actually running out of time. (laughs) Really? Well, we have so many questions, but we didn't figure we were going to answer them all anyway. Absolutely, which is why so, uh, most likely uh, we will be doing a part two to our Q and A. Yes. Um, but you'll have time between us recording this one to our next one. So if you want to ask us questions, please do. You know, you can shoot them to us um, by email. Honestly, you can just email me, Kevin A at HawaiiMagazine.com. Um, you can also instant message us on Instagram or Facebook. Yes, we do have people who look through those inboxes. So if you do have questions for us, please let us know. Um, we may even get our awesome digital media manager, Taylin, to do another shout out on Instagram for questions. So uh, look out for that. Follow us at Hawaii Magazine um, on all of our social media platforms. Um, you can always see more Hawaii Magazine content at hawaiimagazine.com. Uh, please, please, please like and subscribe no matter what platform you're watching our podcast on. It's what we show our bosses. <laughs> those, exactly. Those what, what we show our bosses. So hopefully we can we can keep on doing this and and ask and answering your your awesome questions. And um, yeah, yeah, I think that is about it. Uh, we have a photo contest. That's it, going. man. Yeah, we have. Oh, a photo that's contest. right. Please enter the photo contest. I have fruit flies in my apartment, and they are driving me insane. Um, please enter our photo contest if you think you have really wonderful photos of Hawaii, which I'm sure you do. I mean, it's really hard to take a bad photo of Hawaii when you're in Hawaii. Um, we have some awesome prizes going for that. Um, you can see more on that in the show notes. I'll put the link in there um, for our blog post. But I think- Dude, you're cutting it close. Oh, I know. I'm down to the minute. Uh, I think that is about it though. Um, so thank you all so much for listening. Uh, thank you. Some of your questions and we will be back uh, in two weeks. Mahalo. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.